welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runciuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game, presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What's going on, everybody? The Hermit Style Podcast, we're back. It is Wednesday, December 9th. Mike is here, as always. Yep, I'm here. We've got... This episode is jam-packed. We have so much to go over. Uh, We're stoked about it. And it's probably because last episode, if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely do so. It ended up being a special we were going to have it be our, you know, weekly focus, the interview with Giancarlo and his third place finish at the North American Online Finals. And the conversation was just so great. We were like, nah, we're going to keep it going. The interview ended up being an hour long. We we're like, the listeners need to hear this. So hopefully you check that out. His insight into Dark Broly was just like, I don't know how you feel about it, Mike. I thought it was phenomenal. He's good. He's a real good player. He learned a lot. I Things I didn't know about the deck that he was playing that I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense because I was having some issues understanding some things so it was cool to hear somebody who understood the deck very well explain all that yeah yeah for sure for sure um but yeah mike what's new with you man uh nothing much today's episode is a little gonna be a little weird so if i seem like i'm uh responding like off a little bit it's gonna have the headphones on my head because just technical difficulties so our our adapter to put in our headphones to our interface that we record with broke so so it is what it is so i say if i'm just a little staggered don't, don't uh it's not it's not that i don't that i'm not listening or paying attention it's the the headphone thing but nothing really going on you know today wednesday again day off nice i'm counting down the days i got six more days of teaching left but you know i'm trying to make it all uh, oh, right till winter break yeah i'm trying to make it not six i'm trying to take both these fridays off there are so. days i wish i was just a teacher man <laughs> yeah <laughs> the pay is not good so the pay isn't good but the breaks the oh, breaks man. are amazing peace of mind you know mm-hmm mm-hmm all right. Well, nothing really new with me either. You know, I'm just always working. I have dedicated myself now before I get off work or not before I get off after I get off work, even though it's really late, I always at least play myself or do some test hands with Dragon Ball. So that's to make sure I'm still playing. Got to get that. Got to get that DBS in. Got to get the fix. You know, you do. You do. Last night, veins. I think I finished around 345 in the morning, something like mm. that. But I said, nope, I'm sitting down. I went Dark Broly against Vigex, played a couple games, and said, all right, I'm good now. 3.45 is so late. I said, I was asleep. Me and MJ knocked out. So that's, that, that was, that's real late. I, can't, I think I was giving MJ maybe a bottle at 3.45. <laughs> I could have texted you about the matchup. You could have, actually. I think, I'm think i pretty sure I was around 3.45 I was up. I was watching some Chicago PD, my favorite, my favorite character, Voight, was beating people up, man. I was like, oh, this is good. <laughs> But anyways, though, let's get yeah, into let's it. get in the news. News from the lookout. All right, we have a ton of news this week, guys. We're gonna get through it as fast as we possibly can. The first one that was big, we're gonna talk about podcast news. Uh, we are launching today the Hermit Style Discord. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Me too. I'm pumped about it. This is something I think we both wanted to do. We just wanted to wait and see if people even cared. <laughs> yeah, I see. It. You know, it's one of those things where it's like. This is the perfect time, you know, with uh, COVID and people, you know, starting to finally get involved in webcam and just talking on Discord. Discord seems to just be more popular. I blame it on the game Among Us because everybody plays Among Us now. So, like, everybody's just familiar with Discord now. So, it's perfect to me. It's a perfect time to do this. 
Yeah, so the Discord's awesome. We've been putting a lot of work into getting it set up to where uh, you can interact with us and with each other, and we can just build our own little hermit-style community. We all go to school together, you know? <laughs> uh, so just a quick couple talking points. We'll post a link to the Discord on our Facebook page, and, of course, we'll have it in the discussion notes. Uh, when you first jump in, hop over to the welcome page and make sure you react to master Roshi's post mm -hmm. master Roshi's up in the discord. That's our bot, you know? Um, but if you go to the welcome page, it'll say react to this message to become a turtle school pupil. And you just click the little hermit style emoji. And once you do that, you will get some extra access to the discord. Um, so make sure you jump in there. And not only does it get you that it also gets you, uh, uh, one, uh, entry into the Shinron giveaway we're doing yep. this month. Yep. So, you know, I do, you know, join the discord, hit the react button. It'll put you in the contest for the Shinron. Yep. Yep. That is starting this week. So yeah, definitely jump in there. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff in there. You'll notice we only have a few text channels. Uh, that's because we want everyone engaged and talking. Yeah. If we have a bunch of different channels, everyone's talking in different places. We've got one channel for DBS. Honestly, we can all just hang out there and talk. The lounge is only there if two people want to have a side conversation. Yeah. That's pretty much it. We just want everyone to interact, talk, hang out. It's just going to kind of be like the, just chilling with the homies. Then we got uh, like a training room set up so you guys can play each other, you know, via webcam, you want to play each other. Uh, you, I mean, I'll come in and watch games. I don't, I'm free a lot of times. So like if someone's playing, I'm down to watch. Also, we'll be having... Time. We have two other channels that are locked up for me and Jimmy. So if we're playing somebody, we'll like send you an invite and you can join in so we can play you via webcam. Yeah, we, we actually are, no matter what, every week we want to play with you guys. Yeah. So Mike and I both said at minimum, hit us up, comment. You can just, you know, really message us in the Discord. However. And Mike and I, at least once a week, want to jump in and play some best of threes with you. Yeah, I say I'm definitely, because, uh, you know, I play at my locals every Sunday and I play with my boys every day. But I was like, it'd be cool to play people that I haven't played before. You know, I was like, that'd be real cool. So I was like, why not play with the listeners? You know, and I had a couple of listeners ask, 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 actually asked me to play. I was like, yeah, I said, this is actually a perfect idea. So I figured we'd get that in. You know, hit me up. I'm down to play this weekend, actually. Yeah, my same. Son, my son's uh, going home early on uh, Friday and Saturday. So I got tons of time. In, in fact, that. Mike could come here. And we could both play listeners That's true. at the same time. Yeah, just hit us up, man. We can set that up because Jimmy's off on weekends. Yeah. So, so, you know, just let us know. So jump in there. The link's below. And that leads us, Mike already talked about it a little bit. It leads us right into the giveaway. Yeah. So we are giving away a custom metal Sin Shenron leader designed, you already know, by Chris Anderson oh. with Spiral Maui Graphics. He, by far, has the best metal leaders in DBS. Oh, yeah, he does. Especially with this new technique he's using and the new metal I like it a lot. I said the old metal was like thicker. It was still nice. I have two liters from this is nice, but this new one is very light. One, one sheet of metal. And it's like, it's like etched in there. I don't know. I'm like, this is pretty sweet. Oh yeah. It's crazy. So if you've seen the art, if, well, let me put it this way. If you have not seen the art, you need to go to our Facebook page and look at the art. It is the dank meme Shenron. That's right. He's got the glasses on with the Herman style on him. I said, I like it a lot. I wish uh, I had this leader actually. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to play some Sin Shenron after these new reveals. So yeah, I already, I told Chris Anderson, I was like, bro, I need you to make me a Vigex with the glasses, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I need every leader actually. And with the, glasses the glasses are on. raised above the, oh, it's so, it's so cool. 
So cool. So you can win that. It is a one of. There will never be another one made. To enter, as Mike said, your first entry, all you have to do is join the Discord, go to the welcome page, and react to the post to get your role as a Turtle School pupil. Now, the cool part about the Discord is we do have roles that you can earn by interacting and engaging with us. So if you hit level seven, which every time you post a message in the chat, uh, I think it's like every three to four minutes, actually, you post a message, Mm -hmm. it will give you experience points. And if you make it to level seven, you will get a second entry. If you make it to level 15, you get a third entry because that's when you get the new roles. And just to go over those real quick, at level seven, you graduate from turtle school pupil to turtle school fighter. Uh, and you get some, you get some extra things. So in Turtle School Fighter, you get to jump into the Monaco's Delivery Service Channel and actually ask questions. And the idea is moving forward, we'll only be answering questions on the podcast that are in that channel. Oh yeah. If we don't have any. We might answer some other ones, but that's really going to be something that way. If you're engaging with us, we want to make sure that we're engaging with you. Yeah. See, and I mean, I always have Discord open on my phone. I know some people don't have to, don't keep it open on their phone, but I always have it open on my phone because I'm in a lot of Discord channels. So. Pretty much if you ask a question, you'll probably get a response within 10 to 15 from me at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you tag me, I'll see it. So just if, yeah. if I'm not in there, tag me because I, I work at probably all the hours y'all are going to be talking. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And tagging us, though, does make it easier so we know which one you're asking the question to. Yeah, so. for sure. So that's when you get to level seven, you become the fighter. And then at level 15, you join the Turtle School Masterclass. And in the master class, this is actually really dope. What Mike and I are going to do is post our deck list that we're competing with. So that way you have access immediately to all the deck lists that, and I mean, you know, we talk about them, so you can probably piece it together, but you'll actually get a link directly. So if you want to just click the link, plug and play into untap or however you play DBS, if you just want to build it real quick, you'll have all the lists to your disposal. And then um, you get a little small things like emojis and mentions, but those are the big things. And again, you get another entry into the giveaway. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can get a total of three entries into this one and we'll be giving it out of uh, the 2021 New Year's, the, fir- the first, the first the, episode. Yeah. The fir- first episode of the new year. Yeah. First we'll episode of the new winner. year. Yep. So, uh, yep. We've got through all of December to get in there. So make sure you get in as quick as possible. And then, uh, we'll actually do also a bonus entry. If you invite a friend and oh, that yeah, friend yeah, for sure. comments and tags you and says, Hey, so-and-so brought me here. Yep. If they do that, we will give your friend an entry. And we will give you an entry. Yeah. So technically you, it's four inches. Technically it's four, that. but that's, that one's a bonus. Yeah. So uh, definitely join that giveaway. You do not want to miss out on this leader. It is again, so dope. That is everything for the giveaway in discord. Let's get into some actual DBS news here. So over the past week, there have been some huge announcements product related set 12 reveals, a ton of set 12 reveals. They're doing way more than normal. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. They just like dumped all of it on us, but it was, you, it's a bunch of missing cards. If you like numbers are missing, I was going through it and we're missing some numbers. So do you think there will be multicolor? Do you think that's why they're doing two colors at a time? Uh, I think there will be one multicolor card for each color, probably okay. their colorway. That's what I'm thinking because they're they're they've been revealing two colors at a time. So I'm wondering if that's why. Uh, but yeah, ton of reveals. So go check them out. And they also announced the ultimate deck. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. That product is solid. I'm telling you, if you aren't if you aren't in with your locals and know that you can get one from your locals, honestly, I know we just talked about the other week how you should always buy expansions from your locals. You you may want to pre-order these just yeah. to make sure. I say it's going to be a very hot deck. Uh, I mean, you got access to Dark Broly and the Majin Buzino. It's just got everything. Oh, that Majin Buzino is broken. Yeah, there's a Majin Buzino card in there that lets you play a Dark Broly or the 7-drop 
SR from set 11. So I'm like, oh, so now we need to get our set 11 Majin Boos and Dark Broly cards because they've pushed this deck pretty far with that interaction. Yep. Yep. Oh, and get your Toas from the expansion pack because that's how yes. you... It's the Toa from the expansion pack. I, I don't want to go too deep into this, like all oh, this stuff, but I've been working on it. The Toa you play, it, uh, if you have three or more energy, you could pay two, get any Z Dark Broly or four drop or lower Xeno character from your deck. And there's a Xeno Majin Buu that you play, then you look at the top seven and play Dark Broly or any Xeno character from the top seven. So pretty much for two energy, you can uh, have a Dark Broly, you, the SR warp somebody's card, and then play the Majin Buu that has. Double strike, dual attack. <laughs> so I'm like, so stupid. And if you remove this Majin Buu by skill, or I think even KO it, you get to play another Majin Buu again. Yeah, I can't remember everything it does to like it's a, a yeah, team, it's but it's part it's of the a, Majin Vegeta stuff. It's yeah, like it's a, it's a real wild card. I want to say it's by skill only, not KO, but it may be from KO also. I don't, but I do know that you get to play another Majin Buu card. I'm like, this is out of control at this point. Yeah, but looking forward to playing the deck. So. Yeah, and honestly, guys, set 12 looks incredible. Might be the next custom leader I have to get my hands on. Yeah, set 12 looks. We're not going to go too heavy into it because, you know, we like to wait for the full reveal. As you guys, if you're an avid listener, you know this. We don't comment too much on cards until we can see everything released and actually have some time to, to look and read and yeah. do do a little uh, theory crafting. Same, but definitely that expansion, though. It's oh, good. man. Yeah. I, I, I'm so pumped for this set. Yeah. Set 11, I was not as pumped for this set. I'm I'm already at a case right now. Set 11 was kind of dry. Like Set 11 I, was dry. I was like... I didn't buy into it much. I bought, there were some cool things. Yeah, but it just wasn't as good. I it, mean, like, it wasn't. It was no set 10. No, it was not set, set, set 10. Set 10's the goat. Set 10's the nuts, man. Counterplay, counter, play, counter oh, uh, attacks, introduction in unison. Uh, this that, could, set 10's my favorite set. Yeah. This could be my second favorite. Set 12. Yeah. Depend I, I mean, it depends. I need to see. I need to see the rest of the SRs and the SCRs, yep. but I definitely like set 10 the most. It's, I think set 10 is just yeah. like... Set mm. set 10's solid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, for the pre-release stuff, we talked about whether or not they're doing stamps or not. It looks like they are doing the pre-release stamps again, and it looks like the one of special pack that you get for buying a pre-release box is separate from the pre-release pack. So... The way it looks, at least on their site, it's not, honestly, it's not 100% clear, but it looks like you get a pack with one random SR or SPR and then another pack with two stamped pre-release cards. That's nutty. Yeah. And also... So you support your locals. This yeah. is, this is, that's a perfect time to support your local shop. You're not going to get those packs from ordering online. No. I'm sure of that. Also, oh, this is big news. We actually, Jimmy didn't know I, I was about to say this Ooh, to you okay. guys. Uh, in that expansion, there are reprints of Topo... And a protector of the people. There are. <laughs> yeah, so like, make sure you don't buy those if you don't have them. You don't, you don't need to buy them. They were just printing them for you. And if you do have them, try to sell them now while they still have some Yeah, before people realize. Yeah, because that value is about to go away real fast. And also, people don't know a lot about, a, a, a lot of people at least do not know about these card lists because they're so buried in yeah. DBS's site. I don't think they're that hard to find. But for some reason, I always people, oh, where are the cards at? I'm like, bro. You go to the DBS site mm -hmm. and click the button that says new and big flashing, bold, colored letters. Yeah. They can't figure it out. So that, like you said, now's the perfect time to sell those cards before other people start talking about it and tell them. Mm -hmm. We're telling you now. Yeah. So getting you, get you a jump on it. And yeah. also uh, Tag Team Gohan has a reprint coming up too. Yeah. So if you don't have Tag Team Gohans, 
don't buy. Yeah, I'd wait for sure. And if you do have tag team Gohans and you're trying to, and you don't ever play them really, time, now it's time to flip them before they become worth like two bucks. Yep, yep. Uh, then the, the last piece of news here, guys, is they Bandai said they are extending shop signups for the next pre-release set of tournaments. So if your shop has not signed up, they have until December 13th. I know last week we thought it was ending, yeah. um, or really two weeks ago we thought it was ending, but they did extend it. So I guess a lot of stores didn't sign up, so they're like, oh, hold on now. Yeah, but, I, I mean, guess I guess the, I guess for this, what happened last time when this happened, they sent out extras to the stores that did sign up. So if stores don't sign up, the stores that do sign up probably will be receiving extra in the mail after, you know, it's all said and done. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any news that we missed? Not that I can think of, man. All right, cool. Let's get into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right. So main topic, of course, guys, is online finals. As we discussed last week's episode, Mike and I are going to go through our experiences. And then we're also going to go through the top list as well as the other top list from other tournaments mm-hmm. uh, that weekend. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start us off yeah, since my, my experience was short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I uh, did not get there, did not even get close. It was not a it was not a good tournament for me, but like I said last week, just being able to play with another person in the room, I mean, granted, it helps that, that it's one of my very close friends in the room yeah. with me, but it's no different. I mean, we'd be at the tournament together anyway. That's true. So... It was a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I know it. I've been talking about how I don't really enjoy the webcam events and not nothing for the normal reasons that people complain about. Mostly just a personal thing. It just gives me anxiety. Th- this tournament was great. Yeah. Actually, I had I had a blast. It was fun. I have a mic in the room ne- next to me. We were both just having a good old time playing Dragon Ball mm-hmm. in between rounds. It wasn't like I had to try and find something to do. Oh, just watch each other play, we just kick talk. it, hang out. Yeah. So it was way better. I enjoyed that. I strongly recommend if you're going to play in one. Get your friend to sign up with you and hang out. Yeah. See, per- perfect time. Perfect way to waste six you know? hours, you know. Uh, just, yeah, I guess make sure it's someone that you trust, I guess, with COVID, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, though. Other know. than that, yeah. So I'll talk about my experience first. Um, started off, I played round one against Red Broly. Started off strong, man. I clapped that Red Broly player. I'm not even going to lie. I felt, I almost felt bad. It was a turn two kill and just, man. I don't know if he didn't have much experience in this matchup. Maybe people don't play Vigex where he's at, but it did not seem like he was sequencing properly against a heavily, I, I won't say favorite, but a very heavy aggro deck. Yeah. He I mean, just, but the he thing take, is, right, he qualified for his tournament. He had to have played, had experience. I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he, he was taking life when he definitely shouldn't have been. And he, basically, he did all the work for me in killing himself, and I just sealed the deal. So honestly, it was uh, it was a great, just quick two turn sweep. There there isn't really much else to say about it. I completely ignored his board and just swung face a million times, and killed him. <laughs> but ne- there's no way he, because he did not know what splintering mind did. Oh yeah, I do remember hearing that while I was playing my my round, and he Jimmy was reading splintering mind to him. I was like, what? Maybe he thought, like, I was going to mess up reading it. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. And you know what's crazy? Maybe he didn't know. You know, this is slightly off topic, but not off topic. This is about tournaments this weekend, because Jimmy had an opponent round one who didn't know what Splintering Mind did. I was watching the PPG tournament, yeah. and Eddie St. Hilaire's first round opponent didn't know what Splintering Mind did either. <laughs> I don't crazy. understand how people don't know what Splintering Mind does. I can know. understand at a local level. But I can't understand that, like... I can't imagine... Any event that you qualify for... That you don't know. That you don't know. Honestly, if you're paying over $10, you 
You should probably know it. Yeah, it's like been the meta-defining card for, for like a while seven now. Seven months. Ever since set ten, like they showed set ten, it was like, man, splintering mind, real good card. Yeah. So I don't know. If, I do remember hearing Jimmy say that actually. And I was like, I like stopped in the middle of my game real quick, real quick, and uh, looked over and was like, this is terrible. Jimmy won this game easily. Yeah. So that that was a that was a quick two zero sweep. Then honestly, or turn two sweep rather. There's nothing even really to say about the matchup because I literally just played cards for free, turned them sideways, and comboed a little bit here and there. Mm. <laughs> that I mean, there, there's there's nothing else to it. So round two, me and Mike got paired <laughs> against each other. Yeah, I did the math. There was a 3% chance that Mike and I could have played each other because Mike's round one, he'll tell you more about it later, but he, he was a draw yeah. and I had a win. So I literally played down at the bottom of my bracket and he played up at the top of his bracket. Granted, <laughs> there was only him, one other person in his bracket, but still, yeah. there was still a coin flip there on top of me playing at the bottom. Of, I mean, there I was like, there's no way we play each other. And yeah. we did. That was wild. It was insane. And I mean, I literally called it before Mike was going to play Blue Baby. I was going to play Vigex. If we get paired, I lose because Vigex can't beat Blue Baby. But check this out, guys. I came pretty damn close. This was probably the closest <laughs> I've ever gotten to beating Vigex. I think worst matchup. Yeah, <laughs> he did come close. It was. Uh, and here's the wild part. Mike says that he had enough defense to stop me, even if I had to in mind. I probably agree with him, but there is definitely a chance I had that game. Yeah, no, there was one turn. You probably did have it. The first, the was it turn two if you had splintering mine i probably had it you had it i think and i did not have the freaking splintering mine but turn I three on it. i had enough defense yeah, from that well, point once on. you turn three you lost against blue baby unless yeah. some, they're just stupid um but yeah so uh it was heartbreaking i was sitting there i was like i already lost i i open my first hand i'm like mm, this hand's pretty good i mill i was like hmm these mills are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Royal Flush. He had everything. I was like, it was, man. It was literally the Royal Flush, like without the ace. <laughs> <laughs> and he went first. I was like, man, because I, I had hit Daily Vanguard in my hand. I was like, oh, I'm going to hit Daily Vanguard him. But I wasn't going to be able to do it because he went first. So I was like, this is terrible. The funny part was, so in my room, I'm playing on one side of the room. Mike plays on the other side of the room. Uh, we just played each other in person. We yeah. didn't actually like play on webcam, but I was really hoping we would end up on stream <laughs> because I turned my laptop and just had it so you could see both of us playing each other across the table. <laughs> that that shit would have been hilarious. That's it. it, which was likely to happen because they kept coming in my in my games. Actually, yeah, they, I know, I know. So I was like, I thought that it, they were actually going to get me and you playing just like an actual game. That would be so <laughs> funny. Um, granted, I don't think anyone could have saw our cards, but it just would have been hilarious for them to pop in and see that. Mm. So. But yeah, that was, uh, you know, bad luck for me. Yeah. Bad luck for both of us, but yes. at least it meant Mike got another win, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I would prefer to not play you. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is, you know, can't, can't help it. That's just our luck. Anyways, moving on to round three. Uh, so now Mike is one Oh one. I'm one, one and I get paired up against green go tanks and I'm just like, yo. Let's go. Easy win. I never lose to Green Go Tanks. Easy match for Vigex. All I got to do is just not like do open just terribly for multiple turns, right? And he <laughs> just win. I'm like, all right, sweet. So game starts. Open my first hand. It's a really bad opening hand. Not going to lie. I'm like, oh, that's that's really bad. There's like four mill targets in my hand. So I send them all back. Mills, you know, Mulligan six. Draw six more. I swear to God. I pull back four more mill targets and two random cards that I can't play. <laughs> Mm. terrible. So I'm like, all right, well, 
let's mill, right? Do what Big X does. I mill five. I hit zero mill targets. Zero. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I don't even hit a boo to use my one energy to just draw cards. I don't hit anything. I said, oh my God, this is probably one of the worst hands ever. So I'm like, all right, whatever. It's Big X. If you don't hit a turn one, guess what happens turn two? You go nuts. You go crazy. You hit everything. So I'm like, all right, pass, whatever. He does this thing. Pretty sure he's played, or I think I was on the play. So I'm pretty sure he just like charged and I don't know, played Gokul or whatever they want to do turn one. He passes back to me. I'm like, all right, draw a card. Still don't draw the trunks to overwhelm. I'm like, all right, let's, let's mill. I mill. No targets a second turn in a row. Not one, not a Kai, trunks, nothing. The odds on that are real slim. I don't even draw a unison to play. I literally drew nothing I could play. I draw no trunks. I could not. I literally passed with two energy up. I swung with a leader and passed. That was all I could do. Felt terrible. So I was like, okay, now, now I might actually be in a bad spot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like green go tanks, his top end goes way over my top end. Yeah. <laughs> And now he's like, and he didn't have to use any dormants. I'm like, oh man, this is terrible. Yeah, that's the worst part, right? Not making them use dormant on turn two right there. Right, that's did. how you win. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, I might be in trouble here. So anyways, the game progresses. Uh, I'm, I'm able to eventually hit because of the gex. Sooner or later, you're going to hit. Uh, and I actually do aggress him and push him down to one life. So I get him down to one and I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like, hype myself. I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> like, like we can get there. I look at my hand. And I have a total in my hand of 40 combo power, right? I look at his hand. I believe he had, I want to say it was either six or seven in hand and a five drop Frieza on board, which by the way, I am on my turn six. That's how long I lasted. <laughs> it's a long game. That is a long game. I should never last that long. I don't, I don't really know what happened on his end. <laughs> uh, oh, he just couldn't find Solzino. So I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah, I remember hearing him say, yeah, man, I just can't, I don't have Selzino. I, know, and he, <laughs> I do remember that, actually. Because he was swinging, and I'm like, bro, just play Selzino. It's like, I don't have it. I was like, hmm. I was like, you might just have a real good poker face here, sir, trying yeah. to make me waste some cards. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded suspicious for my, for our <laughs> Um. So, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm pushing him and trying to get there, and I get to a point where I have two attacks left, right? He's at uh, two life, and... Again, I told I said I pushed him to one life. That was because it's after this swing. So at this point in game, he's at two life. I have two swings. I swing with my leader. I have 40 total combo power in my hand. He has about seven cards in hand with a, a freeze that he can combo off board. So I know, just based off general math, if I only combo to 25 or 30, he likely easily gets out of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I don't know if I should word use the word easily because it will pretty much destroy his hand, especially if he doesn't have the super combo. So I'm like, all right. But if he does have the super combo. If he does have the super combo, easy combo, extremely out. easy to combo out. So I'm like, okay, 35 has to be the number because I only have another 15K to swing with and I can only get that up. If I combo this attack to 35, my leader, I can only combo the next one up to 35. So that was just the number, right? Yeah. Now, you could have went 30, 40, but I still don't think it matters. The problem is I knew for a fact he gets out of 30. Yeah. I it? already knew based off the cards he has in hand. They, you know they have cards to combo yeah. with because they get them back. They yeah. get their you you watch them get their the five deck is K zero combo. Plus five yeah, exactly. So I already know based on the math, he can get out of 30. Now, does he actually choose to waste his whole hand to get out of 30? That I don't know. But if he sees me not play an FDC on this attack, he knows I don't have a double strike. 
and he knows I have nothing to play that can push for game because why would I give him a card? Yeah. Right? You're always going to swing the double strike first. So if I respect this man as a player, which I feel like at this point I have to do. Yeah, 35 is correct. If you 35 is correct if I respect this yeah. player. So I was like, and he's a known player. He's a good player. Uh, he has multiple uh, actual like prestigious tops. Uh, Nick something. I can't even remember his last name. But he, he, he was playing well. And I was like, okay, this is then all I can do. This is my only option. So I swing. I push up to 35. I was correct that it forces him to take it. I swing with my next one. Unfortunately, he has a total of, I want to say it was 45 combo power in hand. So I was 10K short. Mm. You know, what do you do? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nothing. Like that was it. So that, that was my day. My day was over at that point. I was one, two, I dropped. But yeah. And like I said, the crazy part is I went one, two drop and still had a, had a blast playing. And uh, it was fun getting to see Mike because uh, you'll, you'll hear about his experience in a minute. But it was fun watching him play Blue Baby and just to look on people's faces and asking him what cards do. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, round one, I play uh, Vigex, piloted by Tristan Flood. Um, I sold him Red Burly TPs not too long ago. So I definitely thought when it, when I saw his name on my pairings, he was going to be playing Red Broly. But he was playing Vigex. Um, he got me down to four real quick. And I stayed at four for a long time. Which is what literally happens in every game, Vigex against Blue Baby. Yeah. And then, like, he started playing the Vigex TP, like, that's like, like a Delhi Defender card for 15Ks and higher. And I just kept Vegeta, um, the one that pops energy, the counterattack that says if they attack, they have to call from energy. He made a mistake when we were playing and decided to play a second Vigex TP promo after I've already Vegeta him and attacked with it. I was like, okay, he popped off an energy. And I blocked. And he was like, that's a blocker? I was like, yeah, it's a blocker, man. He goes, oh. So then I combo out of the attack. And he just like ends his turn. And we get to a point where I have charged seven energy, but I had stopped charging for at least five turns. This game's just going long. because it's he, Incredibly long. It's because of his deadly defenders. Yeah, it's because of his deadly defenders cards. Like, I'm whittling his hand down. He keeps getting, he's anywhere from three to six cards at all times. I'm just waiting for him to let, like, let me get through these cards. We end up going to time. I he was moving real slow. There's no reason that game should have went to yeah, time. Yeah, there's no reason it should have went time. He started moving. Real slow. I think he just got, got like nervous and didn't know what my deck was capable of. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. To I don't know what I don't know what's going on. All I know is he played incredibly slow. So slow that there was a judge in the room. <laughs> yeah. She so he was sitting there thinking about what what the power level of Hatch was. To where before Mike could even answer, the judge just goes, it's 40,000. Yeah, it, this baby hatch had been on the board for like five turns. So I'm like, I mean, I, I guess he was just real stressed. Yeah, Maybe he just didn't. I don't, I think Blue Baby threw him off. I think he must, he had to have just been stressing out because like that, to put it in perspective, on in overtime, he reset his deck for the first time. <laughs> when Mike and I played, I reset my deck twice. Yes, he did. And we finished halfway through the round, including having a five minute conversation with my girlfriend in the middle of the round. Yeah. So, you know, it's something he just, he was playing very slow. I, I'm just going to chalk it up to, he was under pressure and didn't know how to get out of the situation. He was thinking, thinking real hard on it, you know, um, is what it is. I didn't only got to execute one of my turns in time. That's how slow his turns were going. You know, time started on him. So I was like, uh, sure. You know, I only got one. He got two turns. Mike is also a very fast player. Yeah, I played lightning fast. There's no, no one. He makes me feel bad about myself all the time, <laughs> and he doesn't even know it. 
No one has, who's ever played me has been like, yeah, Mike plays slow. They'll, they'll say, hey, man, that's one of the fastest playing Isn't people. this one of your first draws ever? Yeah, I have uh, two draws in official tournaments. Like, actually, there's one draw. I do have a draw in the last webcam tournament, but I was playing for the draw because I knew I could not win that matchup. So that's <laughs> that's way different. Like, I mean, you could count this as being my third, but I was playing for the actual draw. I said, yo, I, I can't win this yeah, matchup. Yeah, just slowed the game state down. I, I just was like, yo, I, got, I'm, I was like countering cards knowing that I wasn't doing anything by doing it, but it was just like waste time. So, but anyway, yeah, I drew with Jordan Markle against Toa vs. Shinjita last summer as my first actual draw. That had to be like 80-something competitive games in, I don't know, at least 80. Could have been in the hundreds. But it had like, you know, organized play, at least 80-plus 80, 80 games. Got my first draw, draw with Jordan Markle, and he notoriously loses to the clock, you know, gets draws because of that. Great player, one of the best to ever do it. And then now there's this one with Tristan. I'm like, oh my God, this is unreal. And he's playing the aggro deck. Like, how do I draw with an aggro deck? And I'm not the one playing Here's what sucks, though. The game was in, the game state was at a place where the game was 100% unwinnable for him. Yeah. I had to win. It was, you know, I was like, I had to win this turn. I like whispered to Jimmy as like he was doing whatever he was doing on his turn. And then he had super combos and something else. Like, oh yeah, super combos and Kai's to get out of one attack. So it put him down to one. All I need was my my last turn in time, and I win the game. But it is what it is. So I draw I draw there. Round two, had to play Jimmy. That was unfortunate. I got the W. Uh, round three, I played Nick DeWalt, who won playing Soul Striker Goku a couple weeks ago, actually. I don't know what he was doing. I'm very confused. He was comboing all his abilities away on me. He used Gosling Trucks turn three through five. He just was Gosling Trunks all my cards, turn three through. I was like, that's cool. I just ended up grinding him out with a boonies. So he lost. Round four, I played Majin Fujita, the guy who got 16th this place. This is the one on stream, right? Yeah, this, this is the one on stream. I'm on stream. I'm playing. He got, ended up getting 16th place. Um, I have a very high win rate against Majin Fujita. I had made some changes to my deck going into this tournament because I expected a completely different meta. I thought I was going to see a lot more Dark Broly, Soul Striker, Green Gotenks. I thought it was going to be a lot of blue. Mm-hmm. And this ended up not being that. So I had too many four drops in my deck. I actually was playing... Three Abunis, three Marichiums, uh, three UI Gokus, while still playing three Deadly Hit Vanguard. I just I had a bunch of cards that were better in mid-range matchups. I took out all my Bulas. Uh, I normally do not take out Bula, but I just said for this tournament, it'd be smart to take Bula out. I was wrong. Uh, and I ended up paying the price against the Madrigia player. I opened up a lot of four drops. My hand did get better as the game went on. But yeah, I was going to say, there is there is one point where I was like, oh, Mike's got this. I was like, I'm pretty sure he has the win. Yeah, but he drew three super combos. Three super combos. So, you know, when what they draw do? three super combos, it's hard to win when you start off, like, with a suboptimal hand. So, he ended up getting the W, you know. And I I was like, hey, okay, it was actually great that I lost that fast. I would have been better if I won that fast, though. But uh, we were able to go get Chipotle. We went on a Chipotle <laughs> run. You know we have to get Chipotle. Well, yeah, if you're so, listening to this podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went to Chipotle. We were waiting in the drive-thru at the Chipotle because our Chipotle has a drive-thru nearby, near where Jimmy lives at. The line's long. I'm like, man. And he goes, uh, 10 minutes in t- overtime is starting. I said, shit. I get out of the car. <laughs> I run inside. <laughs> we were in the drive-thru. He literally just gets out of the car, runs inside, and, and tells him to give us our food. <laughs> yeah, they make my food real quick. Then I get back just in time for the announcement of round five. We pulled in our driveway when they tagged all players for pairings or posted for yeah. round five. 
So got back in time. I didn't get to eat, but then I had to play Ali Cardoza, who is like the reboot Gohan uh, master, I guess, or champion. He's won three tournaments playing reboot Gohan online. And as you know, I, every time we talk about Gohan, I always say the deck sucks. It's a joke. I played him. It was free. It was uh, yeah. one of the freest games I've ever played in my life, actually. I was like, well, what's going on? He used Feet Kamehameha on defense. That's how bad. <laughs> like, I, don't know, I was like, that's how easy this matchup was. It, was. it was very simple. And it's no disrespect to him. We're talking yeah. specifically about, about the, the deck. deck. Yeah, he played well. I mean, like, because... I, we were talking while playing, and he said, I was like, hey, man, I was like, was, are you, everything good over there? You like, you know, while playing, he said, yeah, he said, just not the greatest hand. So, you know, he was smart enough to Belmod pop my Golden Avenger. Like, he was, he was, didn't play bad at all, just never had any real pressure come through because, you know, if you play negates, the deck's bad. So, you know, I beat Alec Cordoza. And then I had to play the only other person that was on that tournament list that I did not want to play besides Jimmy. I was like, oh, please don't let me play against David Sublet. I do not want to. My record against him <laughs> is like zero and nine or zero and eight going to. Now it's zero and nine. David, so David Sublet, if you guys listen to last week's episode, his best friend is Giancarlo, the guy yeah. who got third. We've, we like you heard the pods, we've seen them for years since the game started. And literally, I don't think I've ever been to a tournament where he was there and did not top. And not only top, he's usually like finals, top four, like. Yeah. He's he just, just smacks everybody. Amazing player, man. He's uh the celebrations. He's the guy who played Green Broly and won, beat Isaiah Hurry in the finals. He's uh the U7 guy. You know, a lot of people I know him as the, the guy who played U7 Frieza with the victory strike. He's the guy who put that on the map, I would say. I wonder if he's like jealous of Evan Glover. He, <laughs> he might be. It actually, there's a picture of him and Evan Glover meeting each other, which is like real crazy because I'm like, damn, Evan, you've learned you learn how to play from Matt. That's cool. But you know. He always puts down Matt Sublet on things, but his real name is Sublet. But anyways, I had to play him. He's playing Invoker. I knew he was playing Invoker because uh, I saw him in New Jersey, and I was like, you're not playing Victory Strike? anymore." he said, no, nah, I'd rather just play Apex. So he he not going to ever stop playing Victory Strike. So at this point, I was like, this game's a wash unless I go first. I was like, I can beat him if I go first. I roll a 10. I'm like, oh, I'm in there. He rolls an 11. All right, his game's over. Uh, <laughs> I, you, know, you baby cannot beat Invoker on the draw. It's unless they just, unless it's a sideboardy game and you know you side court cards from matching. Or you just them. get lucky. Oh, yeah. Or just get lucky. Getting lucky is always a factor. You know, nothing is 100% except Reboot Gohan versus uh, Baby. That's the only thing that's 100%. I'll, I'll stand by that one. There's just too many negates in the deck. But, uh, you know, he would have drew poorly. I would have won if he, you know, or. If I open like some godly hand, but no, he opened Vegeta, T.O.P. All right, we're in. He's in there. Yeah. So I was going to say, those are the two cards. As yeah. long as you see Vegeta and T.O.P., yeah. it, it wins. Yeah, he got in there. See, because on the draw, I can respond to his card. I can stop Rival Seeker from coming to get me. Energy combustion, go. A lot of things like that, but just not on the on the draw, but on the play, I can. So You did delay him a turn. Huh? You, stopped, you stopped the first play. I did stop the first Rival Seeker play, but it just wasn't enough because then he goes, oh, man, I still have a Goku on the board and Vegeta. And I have four cat blows in my hand. I was like, yeah, man, sounds, <laughs> sounds good. But, you know, it's was, it was a great plan. Great seeing him. You know, friend of mine. I like him. Uh, he got 19th place. I got 20th. I wish I would have won. I would have got fifth place. I know. So I know. It is what it is. I was a great time, you know, playing with Jim in the room. And, I mean, I'm, I'm very pro webcam now, actually. Like, I'm just like, it's not. I don't want to play a lot of webcam tournaments unless I'm playing in the room with Jim. But I'm all about playing on webcam. It's just opportunity for me to play people I, I don't play routinely so i'm like okay that's cool 
But it was a good tournament. You just have uh, to accept the state we're in, man. Yeah, it's like, like, you know, there's people who refuse to accept it, and if you don't want to play, that's fine. But if you want to play Dragon Ball, you have to accept webcam. Mm-hmm. I said webcam is what it is. So, you know, I had a great time, though. It was good. Uh, shout out to uh, Tat Gaming for running a very smooth tournament. It was very smooth. You know, very smooth. I thought that was, it ran smooth. I do prefer PPG's system of pairings better, but, you know, because I don't have to go to another website. It just has it on the on uh the app that sends it to you so that i thought that was cleaner oh that's cool yeah best coast parents because you once you have the app it'll just send you your update oh that's sweet yeah but i mean what's a what's a click it's not yeah, a big, yeah. it's, it's not, not, not a big deal it's not no, a big no. deal but it's just like i prefer that because it's just a notification like oh there it is if so if i'm on facebook i don't have to like get out of facebook but regardless it was great though so yeah that's my experience Let's get that. Let's get into these uh, top deck, the top, the topping decks from this. Before tournament. we do too, I do want to. I want to comment on just one thing, and we weren't even going to talk about it, but it was it was brought up by some listeners, so we thought we should address it. Uh, there was a, a minor bit of drama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, in the Twitch stream, I, I put a shout out to Mike when he was on when he was on stream playing Blue Baby. He was like, "Yo, Herman Style Podcast, check us out. We'll be talking about Mike's list uh, today." Mm. And the comment got deleted. Um, there were some. Basically, I guess remarks, accusations made against our podcast that the guy running the stream, um, Mark, I guess they told him that we were saying certain things about him that were not true. Yeah. So uh, anyways, we just want to let everybody know we talked to Mark privately. Mike actually talked to him privately. Yeah. E- everything's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, it's just a big miscommunication. It, it was a big miscommunication. On both sides, actually. Like, you know, like I get why, what he was saying when he did the mute thing. I understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I do understand that's a way of approaching things. You know, you have, you have that right. right. And then like, I did say something I shouldn't have said on the hyperbolic chamber. I was like, but I said it to get his attention so I could talk to him. So I got his attention. We talked it out. Everything's all good. It's so good to the point that he actually blessed us with the info. Right. From this and tournament. we're actually the only people who have the info, info from so this tournament. So yeah. actually, thank you. Yeah. So shout out to Mark for hooking us up over at DBS deck slash Shinron Lair. You know, a lot of times he, people come, him and gets into it with people or people get into it with him, whatever it is. I've, I've been one of the people that have done that. I will say that overall he's great for the community. He does, he does a lot of great things for us. It's just, it was a whole bunch of miscommunication and taken yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. So we're glad it's all, you know, water under well, the bridge. Mm-hmm. I, that was the expression I was looking for when I was talking to him, and I could not think of what it was. <laughs> there you go. I was like, man. Send it to him now. <laughs> I was like, there's, a, there's a water ex, ex, uh, expression, bro. I was like, couldn't figure the it out. The water spilled. Got dumped on my head. Yeah. I just, so I didn't say that. I was just like, but I was like, yeah, man, we're all good, you know, and we are good. So it's cool. I'm actually looking forward to getting him up here to do an interview with him because, you know, he has a different take on perspective of DBS community than everybody right. because he's behind the scenes. Right. So I was like, we need to get him up here. So we're in the works of getting that for everybody. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. But like you said, he did give us the list. So we'll we'll talk about uh, the top cut from the online finals. And then we'll also talk about the other two tournaments, which were the PPG event and the card market EU event. Yeah. So from the online finals, uh, we went with the top 16 because top 16 did get prizing. So... First place, what won the whole event was Cell Search. Yeah, that's wild to me. That is wild to me as well. I watched the deck profile he did with uh, Eggman. Me and my boy Chris, we've been playing a deck that was very similar to this, actually, from the release of Set 11. And the deck was good. I just don't understand how it really beats aggro efficiently. I don't either. I've I've never lost to it with a Gex. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what's going on? But, you know. And the whole room was aggro. Aggro everywhere. Aggro everywhere at that tournament. 
But you, Do you know, remember what the number was? How many aggroed lists there were? It was like insane the amount of Vigex, uh, Red Broly, and Reboot Gohan. I have it right here. Actually, um, pull pull that up, man. Because when you told me that, I was like, "Are you serious?" All right, there was ten Red Broly. Okay, ten Red Broly. Seven reboots. Seven reboot Gohans. Seven seven Vigex. Seven Vigex. And two Majin Vegetas. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of aggro. That's twenty six aggro decks out of like sixty players. That's yeah. almost half the room is aggro. Yeah, that's wild. And like premier aggro decks. Wow. So uh, yeah, the fact that Cell Surge one is like, I mean, hats off to him. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, he got to be a good player. Knew what he was doing. <laughs> got got to be a really good player because mm-hmm. that that's crazy to have to see that. Or he's the reason the other mid range decks didn't get there. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he just played all the mid range decks and was clapping them. <laughs> Uh, Definitely so yeah. could be it. But he got first. Second place went to Blue Starter Vegito. Yeah, I say that deck's you know expected to be in top cuts. I don't know. Something about having a unison that has triple strike is just pretty good. So yeah, I'm, the deck's just good. Um, and then we had um, Dark Broly in third, of course. Oh yeah, my was, boy, my boy got there. And then fourth place was Green Go Tanks. So I won't put the others in order. But we will go over just kind of like some ratios here. So the most represented deck in top cut was Reboot Gohan. Mm-hmm. Uh, five Reboot, of them, right? Five of them in and, top 16. And, and there's only seven of them in the tournament. Right. So there were literally only two Reboot Gohans that did not top. Uh, I say that People was just d- don't respect it. Yeah. That's got to be what it is. People just do not respect it. I don't know why. It's like the most popular best of one deck. Yeah. I feel like I have to play it next time I play a webcam tournament just because of this. Like I'm like, I played it, it twice now. No, three times. Five out of seven made top cut no. i've played one in almost every webcam event i've only lost to it once and it was the game in gen con when i literally did not see one negate or a trunks blocker so i was like sure that's how you, that's how you lose the reboot gohan yeah. right but that should not usually ever happen and i was playing six negates in my deck i mean to me it's insane i i don't get it but you know cool hats off to those who play it and just play people who just don't play <laughs> yeah negates. i mean i guess it's the right call right because we're be sitting here every week saying it's not the best deck you have to respect it but people just don't respect it so mm-hmm. if no one is if everyone after all these results are still going to just not respect it apparently i just need to play the damn deck and yeah. stop playing the gex as the aggro deck yeah i see now you just gotta play reboot gohan apparently point. that was the move um so that's crazy uh there were only seven total in there and five tops um, that's incre- <laughs> incredible numbers for a reboot Gohan standpoint. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So total. And then here's the crazy part. The only deck that had more than one in top 16 after that was dark Broly. There was actually another dark Broly in top cut. Uh, he made, and I call it top cut. It's just top, top 16. Yeah, he made like 14th, 13th, 13th, 13th okay, place. He, yeah, he made 13th place. So other than that, it was all one ofs. So we had the cell surgeon Vegito and the green go tanks that we just discussed. Those mm-hmm. were, you know, in the, in the top four. But then after that, we have green starter Broly. We have only one Vigex. That's wild. But the n- note about that green starter Broly, it was not the standard green starter Broly. No, it was Harutagarn. It was playing Harutagarn from Draftbox. I'm like, what is going on? But, you know, I'm interested in trying out that deck list this week, actually, when I'm playing. So I'm going to give it a shot. So. See what it's all about. Because I think that Green Broly is in a great spot, you know. But to me, I don't see how Harutagarn would help the deck. But you never you never know until you try it. So I'm going to get in there and try it out. Uh, so then after that, like I said, one Vigex, and that, which is wild to me. I can't believe this tournament only had one Vigex <laughs> in top 16. That, like, blows my mind. And there are five reboot. Yeah. I, I say you, you yeah. came up short, man. I, it's supposed to be you. It, it was supposed to be me. It, it literally was right. Like mm-hmm. if I just if my deck didn't just luck sack against me, <laughs> I, I probably would have topped. But oh well. So then we have one red Gogeta, 
That's wild. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> like, good, I have not respected that deck since the, I've seen it, and I'm going to continue to not respect it and just say the players who play it who do well, they must be hell of some players. Mm-hmm. I agree. Or here's the thing, though. We've talked about it before in the podcast. There is definitely an advantage just playing cards people don't know. Oh, absolutely. Gene Carly, we've talked about it. He said the one loss he had was partly because he, uh, it was Reboot Gohan. No. He didn't know what the guy's cards did that he was playing. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I experienced it with Blue Baby. People don't, don't know what my cards do, and I'm just like, all right, man, sure. Yeah. So, And I think it's even harder on webcam, too, because you can't actually read the card. Yeah, you got to trust the word of the person. You know, I don't imagine anybody's lying, though. But. No, but it's also different. So, like, for me, listening to someone tell me, but then actually being able to see it is like two, I don't know. Yeah, it is two different things. It's no, two I different agree. things if I don't know what the card does. Uh, then There's only one red Broly. That's crazy. Most played deck in the room. And one. only one topped. Yeah. That's insane to me. Not saying the deck's not good, just... I wonder if all the reboots just kicked it out. I think the reboots did kick it out. Yeah, I think that, I feel like that's got to be. I think I feel like that's. I feel like it was going to be one way or the other, right? Depending on who saw who, yeah. it's going to be a bunch of red Broly or a bunch of reboot in top. So that actually does make a little bit more sense. Uh, and then we have one Soul Striker AOD. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, I never even thought about putting those two decks together. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I know about Soul, I know about Soul Striker Power Rangers, but like, oh yeah, it, pe- people have been playing it. Soul Striker AOD. That's crazy. But most people just don't do well with it. <laughs> That's why I never thought about it. Yeah, see, it never, never once crossed my mind. But now I'm like, hey, man, maybe this is real, you know? Uh, I played it. I literally played you with it. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. It wasn't very good. No. <laughs> but, I mean, hey. Yeah, that was months ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. And months during COVID or, like, years. Yeah. But he talked with it, so shouts, you know, shout out to him. Good job. And then uh, the 16th place was the Majin Vegeta player. Yep. Unfortunately, the beat. You. I'm, I'm glad he got in. You know, I didn't. My loss was to somebody who topped. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud for him. Yeah. So that's good. Let's go on to the other two tournaments that happened this weekend, uh, or this past weekend rather. So there was the PPG event, and yeah. we see a little bit of a different, well, really a lot different representation here, which I don't, I don't think really surprises me. We see Vigex wins it, and there were more uh Vigex than anything else. We had three Vigex in top eight. Yep. Sounds about right. That, that, that sounds pretty much correct. We have one red Roly. Uh, all the others, by the way, were one of us in top eight. So the next uh, five places. But we have one red Broly. We have one Bulma. We have one Invoker, one Clash Q, and one Green Gotenks. The Clash Q surprises me. Clash Q also surprised me. I had to t- do a double take on that. The Bulma does not surprise me. I, I think Bulma is just... The best, I think Bulma's just the best red leader that we have in this game. If you want to play red cards that aren't Broly BR cards, you just play Bulma. Yeah. So, and they're not bad cards. I mean, if people are playing aggro, there's no way that the red blow your cards up and having a deck full of blockers is bad. So, yeah. Invoker doesn't surprise me either. No. Legends played. I said he's, he's, he, <laughs> he does so well with that deck every time. He tops just, every tournament with yeah. the poker. <laughs> it's very weird if you don't see him on the topping list right, with it. Right. So. If you don't see at least one invoker in Florida, there's there's questions. <laughs> he must have been sick that day. Right. <laughs> but uh I you know, I watched part of that stream and I personally felt when I was watching that stream that there was a lot of misplaying going on all over the place. I'll point you know, I'm not I don't know the players' names, but I'll point out some of these misplays. Eddie's first round opponent had no idea what, what Splinter Mind was. That's unreal to me. And then he Eddie gets up, walks around, you know, and is streaming from his phone, or maybe it's a camera. I don't know what he's streaming from. Some device, some some mobile device. He's showing this Majin Vegeta versus Shinron game. 
And the Majin Vegeta player just has game three different ways and decides not to game the guy and just lose. I was like, what is going on down here? It makes me wish that I would have went to that tournament. Because <laughs> I'm like, if people just gonna be who's <laughs> gonna be punting like this, like I this is where I, I need to be. Everybody always talks about how the Florida players are so great. And the players from Florida who do well are great players. But so are the players that do well from other places. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm this might be a reach, but I'm gonna go ahead and say the local area of Florida is not filled with a lot of bright players at this point because to throw the game when you have it three different ways just seems insane to me. And then there was another game where it was Green Gotenks mirror match. They just drew because why would they not draw? Like they were in time. They were like, yeah, they just drew pretty much. They just did a whole lot of nothing. So I don't know. There's a lot of misplaying down there. I expected the same names that top those tournaments to always top because yeah. why, why would you not? They like, continue to. Yeah. I so say they're some of the best players in the game and they're playing against people who don't know what the cards are and what, how to win games when they have game. So, yeah. And then, What's the EU result? Uh, yeah, the card market one. Uh, I, I want to say something about this card okay. market stuff. Yeah, I feel like it is unreal that they get to play best of three, and we're out here playing best of one. Yeah, I agree. I'd like preference wise, definitely best of three. Yeah, I so say you play whatever you have. You know, whatever the tournament, you yeah. sign up. You know what the rules are. Whatever, cool. But if they're playing webcam, why can't online, we <laughs> best of three? Why are American? And the last online finals was best of three. Exactly. This this best of one online finals thing was real weird this weekend. I appreciate Bandai having it. I pre- appreciate Tac Games running it. Yeah, I appreciate Mark Hill of DBS Decks streaming it. But why was this one best of one? But the EU one was best of three. I just don't, I don't understand that. It That definitely changes the results. Like we're literally living in a best of one like world right now just because of online. But yeah. somehow they got to play in a best, best of, three. of three. Yeah. So we're going to, you're going to see different results when you look at that. Well, here's the crazy part though. So top four. Big X wins. Mm, I still expect that. Blue baby gets second. Yeah, that's Silk Michael. Good player from Europe. I've met him before. Very good player. Always plays baby, no matter what baby it is. <laughs> and then two reboot Gohan. Still so in top four. Agro still king over there. Still king. The, I, I don't know, man, what it is. I, I don't understand what these people are doing against reboot Gohan. <sighs> it's like, oh, it's uh, it's like it's almost frustrating. I know it's more than frustrating because <laughs> like so. People tell me that Reboot Gohan's good, and I say, where's it good? It says the the leader itself can just kill the opponent. Sure. If I negate the leader, how good is this deck? And the deck is full of cards that suck, like independently aren't very good. Like your crit Gohan and your double strike Dodoria type cards, like those cards aren't very good, especially when your leader is taking life from itself. Two life, yeah. So it's just like it runs out of gas so fast. So fast. You have a bunch of five Ks. You have this goofy Android eighteen card that when you combo this card, you pitch an extra card to gain an extra five K on your combo. Like you just have a lot of goofy cards in your deck. And I'm like, in what world is this something that I think is relevant that I should care about? Cause if I just play negates, they lose or blockers. And I'm like, some of the best decks in the format have negates and blockers. So what's going on? That, but, that's, I mean, yeah. When I played against Thomas Lippman playing mm-hmm. reboot Gohan in the last tournament, yeah. he lost because I had a blocker. <laughs> yeah. It just it doesn't make sense, but you know, kudos to those who do well with it. Uh, I just wish more people would think when they play. I think people might just be freaking out when playing against it. I, yeah, I get. I don't know, and not thinking it through. Like I think honestly, at this point though, I I think it's a good call because no, like like we said, apparently no one knows how to play against it. Yeah, this, which is wild to me. Because I feel and like, I can understand Rebo Gohan getting wins. Yeah, it's like they can absolutely get win. Like you can win matches. Yeah. 
But how are you doing that consistently against players who are considered to be good? Yeah, there's no way you should be because they should be coming prepared. But maybe it's just one of those things where they're not. It, it, I don't know. It's one of those decks I think you have to respect. Yeah, I mean, I always respect it. Demands, it. it demands your respect. I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, people aren't playing max power and they should just be playing max power. If your deck has max power command Mayha in it, I don't understand how you're losing. If you have your natural four negates, you know, everybody has the sparking negates that they always plus have. Plus two more normal negates. I said plus two. Every turn you should have two negates. That means yeah. to go off. Like I said, I play, I believe in playing four max power. The card's just so good to me. It and is if, good. In a format where everybody's playing big bodies, why would you not play it? So as a four of, that's how I view it. So I'm just like, you have, a, most decks should have at least eight negates in them. And then most of the best decks play blockers. Also. Even Giancarlo said he lost because he misplayed yeah. and didn't leave an energy up for the negate. So and he's a, he's a great player. Yeah. So it just it doesn't make sense. Like I don't know. Maybe it's because before COVID, you know, a lot of people were used to like, oh, we play a low amount of negates. You know, pre, pre prior COVID, you know, search coup format, there was not a lot of negates in the format. It was like topo yeah. and then like your like sparking negate. Now it's different. You know, there's a lot of aggro decks. There's a lot yep. of decks coming at you real fast. You probably didn't have more negates. Yep, that is true. So yeah, but it's a car market event. Uh, first place was Vigex, second place Blue Baby, two reboot Gohans. I, I took the numbers and looked at okay, what what percentages across all those tournaments are we seeing? So I literally just made it, you know, sixteen plus eight plus four. Yeah, and then just divided. So reboot Gohan had the most representation in top cuts at twenty five percent. So out of all those tournaments, it represented a quarter of the tops. And then second was Vigex. It represented 18% with five total tops. Vigex makes sense. Like we said, Reboot doesn't. Uh, the crazy part is every other deck had two or less. So insane. very diverse. They're going to get Reboot And a meta that does not feel diverse when we're testing. Yeah, it does not feel very diverse It does not feel all. diverse at all right now. So interesting for sure. But yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Anything else you want to comment on from these tournaments? Nah, I say... Congratulations to everybody who did well in them. You know, hopefully yeah. Bandai gives us another wave of them starting in January. Oh, yeah. I'm all in on them. All right. Uh, let's jump into results of training. Results of training. Results of training. You know, we did. I didn't do as much prep as I would have liked for finals. So it was just kind of whatever to me. Uh, but since then, I've been messing around with Dark Broly a lot. Uh, I wanted to actually take Dark Broly to the tournament. And I literally just didn't have enough time to physically even put the deck together that's how busy i've been <laughs> yeah. uh so i was like okay whatever big x is always sleeved up we'll, we'll play big x uh but since that tournament i have put together dark broly i've made some adjustments since our talk with uh gene carlo and it's been it's been playing really well i, I would say big x is probably a 50 50 matchup honestly which is which is pretty great honestly yeah so you take 50 50 against I'll, definitely take 50 50 against big x for me my testing so far it hasn't he definitely implied that it was favored, I think, in our, in our episode last week. I don't know if I agree with that, just because if the Vigex player is smart, because he was talking about how he can just kill the Reluctant Reinforcements, bro, I'm never letting you kill that card. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Reluctant Reinforcements on the turn that I'm playing Splintering Mind. Yeah, you should be doing them at the same time, exactly. You shouldn't right. be... And once you get that Splintering Mind off, uh, it definitely puts the Broly player in, a, in an awkward spot, because you can easily control their life number. Yeah, and it's not—it's really not that hard to push them from five to three. No, say that—that's a big issue for Dark Broly getting pushed. Now, from five if you to three. cannot push them from five to three, which it, pretty much in my testing, every game that I've won as the Vigex, and I'm just playing against myself, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but every game I've won as the Vigex player, I've pushed them from five to three. Every game that I have lost as the Vigex player, I was not able to push from five to three. I think that is literally the game. Yeah, I think that's also the game with Dark Broly when it comes in that matchup, or just period against aggro. If you can't. 
if they get you from five to three, I think you're you probably gonna lose. If they get you, if you if you're able to go to four, you're probably gonna win. And the thing is that I know they have protector of the people, but it does it, honestly the card's terrible against Vigex. Yeah, it's suspect against Vigex. It's, it's terrible. You have unison leader, and you can combo. So I mean, you're still gonna get at least two valuable battle card strikes. You're rewarded with the Kai, right? The Kai says, "Oh, right. you know, I caught the combo more card in hand, so I have a, I have extra super combo technically." In like my it's not Nimbus, it's not Topo, it's not Trunks. You still get like four to five attacks in. Yeah, that that's not that great. It's I don't like predator people with cards. It's a negate. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I think that's the like literally when I was playing it, it was good for oh I can tap one for a negate and then sparking power burst. Yep. That's actually why I like it. That's the only so thing why like am I not just playing max power? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it should just be max power, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's max power. Especially if we see more blue, dark Broly, and green becoming prevalent, max power is the better card. I agree. And maybe just side power burst because it just is what it is. Yeah, at point. I, I think, I think. Um, well, I mean, I don't think Protector of the People is even a bad side sideboard card. Yeah. Because you don't want to get rolled, you know, just steamrolled by some random battle Soul card. Soul AOD deck. Yeah, ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. You want to be able to shut them down. So... I think Practice of the People is good. I just don't think I'm going to main it. Yeah, that makes sense. But the testing's been going good. Uh, I really like the deck. I actually think I'm I'm going to switch over to Dark Broly as my main deck now. Yeah, for like a month, right? Until we get my boy Salsa. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, I think I have I picked up Dark Broly Core also the other day, actually. You know, I want to play it. Consider playing it. I don't know if I'm going to play it. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always on the baby, but... I am looking at some other decks right now that I'm trying to play. Actually hoping you guys hop in this Discord and play me this weekend. With some yeah, these, for real, for real. Because I, I have some decks I want to try out, um, and I don't want to play them at Locals with anybody at Locals. I want I know I want to play this weekend at Locals. I want to I go to Locals, and I want to ruin one person's day particularly. <laughs> so I had to play that deck. But I do want to try some decks out. So if you guys you know, hop on Discord, you guys can be part of the results of Train Saint technically at that point, you know. Talk about our games. But other than that, i just been messing with my Prison Frieza list. I think Prison Frieza is, I don't know, it's, it's definitely, I could probably top a webcam tournament with it. It's pretty good. It seems good. Like, Violent Rays was a good addition, followed up by, you know, that Frost uh, Unison card, getting back your cards is nuts. I was like, this is actually what the deck needed. And so I'm, I'm real interested in trying to, like, get that perfected. I've changed my win con. From being King Piccolo to just being my SS4 SCR Goku, so that card's so good. I just love that card. But I still play the King Piccolo, but I don't. I don't play it to burn him out of the game no more. I think that's kind of corny and it's cheap. I guess if I was in a serious tournament, I would burn somebody out of the game because you know you just have to do what you have to do to win. But realistically, I just use it to apply pressure. It's a 19k crit, crit dual attacker. Well, wow, and I also been playing with Pilaf. I think that Pilaf is a really cool deck that people do not respect now. They should respect it though, because that new—that's why we're signing protecting the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, Pilaf is kind of crazy because uh, the two-drop unison from the expansion, the Shinron, that plays a card. You know, I'm playing like Pur off of it, or I'm playing Yamcha the Lawless. Either one at that point on turn two, but turn three, it's just free two energy at this point. You you know you play the Pilaf card or Shu or Mai doesn't matter. You play one of these cards, you get the guys out, you then awaken. Well, no, you don't awaken yet. You play down your Jiren or your King Piccolo. Then you awaken. So now you still have two. Now you still have up for Tal, King Piccolo, the card from the draft box, and you still have Overrealm online. And you can play Belmont still at this point. You have so many plays. 
I'm like, God, what is this deck? And then you still have the sacrifice three to put on. And you know, a lot of people prefer Jiren over King Piccolo, but I'm like, King Piccolo becomes a quad attack, 19k critical attacker. That is nuts. That's pretty nuts. I was like, I might need to be on that. Yeah. So I don't blame you. You know, those are the two things I've been messing with. I've been wanting to mess with red. I got all these red cards. I'm like, I just want to play with them. But I probably do need to slap my Dark Broly together. And then Dark Broly's sweet, man. You know, I want to play Skillless Gohan every time. I had it, I used to have it sleeved up. I've unsleeved it. I'm just like, I don't want to play this anymore. I'm I'm it's been ruined. I think that, you know, there's other better skillless decks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like reboot hit just seems like a million reboot times. Reboot hit sweet. So I, I'm still waiting for my cards to come in actually to build reboot. The hit. blue green one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that deck's cool. So I just like I'm I'm off of yellow Gohan. But that's it for my results I haven't been able to play really much. I just with anybody, I've just been at the house. And a lot of my friends that I play with, they're all on this Digimon kick. So I play Digimon with them when I hang out and I'm yeah. like, oh, well, can we get some Dragon Ball in here? <laughs> but you know, hey man, it's it's cool. It's Bandai sister game. So you it's know. funny you brought up the blue too, because I was gonna bring up to buy chilled on the podcast and I looked and the price jumped from like a dollar to eleven. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Before I could even say it, I was like, damn, because I bought mine at a dollar each. I Because you, you hit me up the other day and was like, oh, you know, the car should be on the lookout for. I was like, definitely need to get those chills. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> here we are. Chills the man. Are. So sorry, guys. You got to give up a Chipotle to, to <laughs> buy a chilled. But oh, well, let's get into uh, the mailbag. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaco? Monaco's delivery service. Damn, that intro sounds so sweet every time. <laughs> I get so pumped. <laughs> uh, all right, we did get some listener questions that we're going to go over in the mailbag. Uh, the first question, what is best against Red Broly? When we say what's best, I'm gonna we, we can say deck, and then we can also go over some card options. Okay. Deck-wise, we're looking at uh, Sin Shenron. Yeah, as like Sin the, Shenron is like the immediate standout. Yeah, <laughs> Sin Shenron just so good. Like, If there's someone you don't like at your locals or playing Red Broly, yeah. just leave up Sin Shenron. So that Sin Shenron just turn off the whole swap mechanic. Also, though, if you like, you're like, okay, I don't have the Sin Shenron cards, there's another leader that's very good at stopping this deck, Topo. Uh, you have your unison in play, and they're like, dang, man, I can only play one battle card per turn. So I guess you're not doing too much swapping around at that point. <laughs> so those are the two leaders that are just like, oh, make this deck useless. Um, there's also reboot Gohan because, you know, red Broly doesn't really play negates like that. It's the aggressor and it tries to take cards out your hand. Right. So you can just actually aggress them to a point where they just lose. They don't have enough defense in their deck because it also hurts them to combo the pieces out of their hand because there's no real recursion for them. So those, those would be my, my leader options. I, would I pick. really also think dark Broly is favored. Yes. I also think dark Broly is favored, but I, I don't se- think it's actually 50, 50. I've seen people, misplay a lot with it there are some misplays that you see happen i keep running through it in my head i'm like i don't know i don't see dark broly losing (laughs) um the where you lose that from what i'm looking at when i look at it where you lose that is if you just don't open the ball broly if you don't open it i think okay so like yeah you know if you don't open ball broly you're in trouble against that deck but if you do open ball broly don't matter (laughs) so i think it's real cool that uh you don't care about them warping across your hand because your hand's just 13 deep at almost all times. Yeah. And I mean, they warp two and then you throw them back and draw one. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. So I do think Dark Broly's favorite, but I can, if you don't open the Broly ball, you're in trouble or at least Toa Broly. So that way you can do it the following turn. But the card selection wise, I think that playing yellow cards like Release from Evil and Fajina Final Flash are very good, you know, against the deck. If you can, like, they go attack with my Broly leader 
they never combo on it. They just say, sure, 20K, crit, you know, you got to combo. Final Flash. All right, cool. Final Flash, that Broly over there, and I gained 15K. Now, now the swap is turned off. Uh, I know that if you, if you play Demigra, the green Demigra unison card with the Frieza, that's also very good against their deck. Max Power, very good against their deck as well. Blue Baby as a deck is also very good against that deck. Even if they open the nuts, you can still beat them unless they're just Frank Miller. You know, you're not, be, you're not beating <laughs> him opening the nuts. But um, what else is there that's really good? There's a long list of cards that's good against. A uh, blocker is actually card cheap. Cheap or free blockers are very good. You know, you that way you pick and choose what attacks you take from. You don't want to take the crits because if you can make your keep your hand size up. You're good against them. Uh, the the one drop too, Black Mass Saiyan. Yeah, Black Mass Saiyan. If you, but you now have to see it on turn one because they play King Piccolo. Yeah, say you have to see if you don't see it turn one, it's it pointless because King Piccolo just. But you like, play at turn one and that's you. Oh man. Yeah, it's nuts. It's crazy. Because they're like, man, I want a Vampo, but now I have to play as King Piccolo. They still just use your one energy to do nothing. So, yep. you know that card is real good, slowing them. Um, I'm missing something that's really good against them. Thorn potential is really good. So you know, I I would say Green's good against them. Oh, Splinter Mind is real good against them. Oh, also. I mean, sure. Yeah, Splinter Mind. I was, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I think. See, the thing though is, you're only playing that in Vigex, and I do think Vigex is more. That is more of like a fifty-fifty. I think that people are. I be, think people are saying Vigex auto wins. I don't think that's true. No, I don't think it's auto win. But I think that you can play Splinter Mind in other decks that are not Vigex. I'm now I'm on the boat now where that trunks reluctant reinforcement Splinter Mind package. <laughs> if my deck is black. I'm probably playing it. It's too good. I, <laughs> I mean, don't know. We, we were talking about it in Dark Broly. Yeah, I think it's just too good. Uh, I don't know. Vigex Million 5, that's great. Sure, absolutely. And then, you know, there's no argument about that. But it's crazy to me that there's a deck, you know, or not that a package, that you can just get the trunks, mill five, you know, play it, get the, get the Vegeta that mills five. And even if you don't mill the Splinter Mind, you just combo it out your hand. I mean, play as a four of if you need to see it. It's yeah. just good. Because Dark Broly does not want to attack Splintering Mine. Not Dark Broly, but uh, Red Broly does not want to attack Splintering Mine. That's a wasted attack for them, in their opinion. If they, had to, if they had to take a card and turn it into that card instead of you, they're not very thrilled about that. So right. it's, a, it's a plus. I took one life from you, I warped a life from you, and you now have to send attacks at this. And if I defend this card and it gets, an, it gets a second attack against you, I know you lost. Yeah. The thing, the thing with the Big X matchup, too, against Red Broly is... The, the red Broly player has to understand they have to manage their life much more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of red Broly players misplay and they just try and go balls to the wall at you and it just kills them. They have to slow down. Yeah. I don't think you should play the deck balls to the wall. Like that's not, no, how. but I mean, even like even some of them that aren't playing balls to the wall, like you can't even play that aggressive. No, I think you, you have to slow you way have to one down. time. And that's, that's it. it. That's you just, it. You cannot do it again. The moment you do a second vomp, you're you putting yourself in a real bad spot. Yeah. You're hoping for them to brick on their on their aggression. Yep. So and you, and you need to see violent race. Yeah, violent race is real good. So. I, am a, I am a huge fan of the violent race card. All right, let's keep it rolling. We're going a little long on this one, so let's try and get to the next two questions pretty quick. Uh, so blue baby is this little top deck? I think it is. I mean, so Michael got second place with it, right? You know, over in EU in the only best of three tournament that we have representation right now. Um, I would play the deck in a tournament. If there was a tournament right now, I'd play baby. It's it's good. I mean, I will say that I made a couple deckless errors expecting one meta not getting that meta. But that's what happens when you play BO one. Like you make a you make a call and sometimes you get punished for your call and then sometimes you get rewarded. 
I agree though. I think I think it's a top deck. There's nothing wrong with playing blue baby. And I think it's infinitely good. Like I mean, I said say infinite, but infinite, like good for an infinity. I mean, it's, it's the best defensive deck in the game. Yeah, it's the best defensive deck in the game. Just the same way Red Bulma has been the best red leader since her release, right? Like nothing can really replace what she does. The same way nothing's going to replace the way what Baby does, right? So I think it's a safe investment to actually just buy blue baby cards because I agree. There's just nothing else like it. I've been considering it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just wanted to know also this question uh, from Joseph L. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Th- I just want to give you a shout out. But his last question possible rogue decks. He wanted to know what our choices would be. My rogue deck is playing Jiren uh, from set 10. Nice. Uh, I think that right now, this format, he beats all the decks that everyone's playing except Baby. But only me and Silk are playing Baby. So you don't have to worry about that. But like I think it beats all the decks. It is unreal how nobody's playing removal through barrier, and he can without a negate can stall the game three turns. So with the opponent knowing that he can stall the game three turns, their decision making gets real weird on their turn because you also have combo power in a large hand. So sometimes you don't even have to stall the turn. You just combo out, do your thing with your war cries, and you still you buy yourself an extra turn through war crying in Zamasu. Yeah, that, that that is a really good pick, actually, because I was having trouble thinking of a good rogue deck because you look at these top cuts. Mm-hmm. You've got a few decks that everyone plays and then just so many decks top. Yeah. Like we just went through a top cut list and there's probably 11 different decks in you there. You just saw Gogeta in a top right. cut, right? Um, so my pick was actually one. It was in a top cut, but only have one. It's just Bulma. We've been yeah. talking about it. Everyone's playing aggro and has a million blockers. Million the blockers. strong. Best negate. Violent has a good top end now with Gogeta. I, I think it's a, it's a fine choice. And I, I don't know what your definition of rogue is, Joseph, uh, but... <laughs> I think Jaren has to qualify for rogue. Jaren, Jaren is, definitely qualified for it. Bulma, if you call it rogue, hey, cool. If yeah. not, uh, then, you know, just listen to Mike. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would definitely play Jaren. I think, you know, you won't regret playing Jaren in this format. You know, it's only decks that Jaren's not good against are decks that were moved through barrier. And guess what? Yeah. They don't exist right now. I uh, also want to give a shout out to Jay. Last initial also Jay. JJ. Mm, JJ. <laughs> uh, he actually helped me a little bit in testing out the Discord. He had reached out. We were talking a little bit privately. And um, he also went in the Twitch stream and defended our podcast and was like, hey, that we didn't say that. We did, You know, he said he was an avid listener and there were no accusations that we made. So. Appreciate uh, that. Yeah. It's actually nice to see someone, you know, and something happens and we have a listener out in the community. Defending us. That's, that was pretty cool. So huge shout out to you, man. And then um, lastly, I want I just want to shout out a good friend of ours, Mike Randolph. He started a Twitch stream uh, for Dungeons and Dragons. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, he actually, to my surprise, has it super professionally set up. I was expecting, usually when you hear a friend, like, it doesn't matter how good a friend is. You hear a friend, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm a Twitch streamer now. You're like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I looked at his stuff, and it, it is legit, man. It is super legit. He's got, like, backdrops. He's got everyone, like, looks clean. Oh, that's cool. He's got, yeah, he's I got, like, a chance a whole... to check it out. But, you know, I do, I, I do like Mike, though. He's uh, sold me a lot of cards for a real low price in my life. I really appreciate him. I will say... He is the homie. Yeah. I He helped me have one of the probably the best weeks ever the other week. Mm-hmm. Last week, probably the best mail days I've ever had for Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up, I, I bought a ton of cards from Mark Hill, actually, because he was selling a lot of cards out the game. I think I bought like 90 cards off of him. That's a lot of cards. And then I probably bought, or no, maybe like 50. And then I bought, I did buy about 100 more from Randolph, because he's also selling out the game, uh, including... An OG victory strike. You know what's real crazy about that? Last summer, I didn't have no more victory strikes, right? Like I was like, yeah. damn, I need another victory strike. I traded him like draft box of uh, four cards. And he was like, yeah, man, 
That's cool. Yeah. He just traded me a victory strike for draft box four cards. I was like, damn. It he, was he's even, a homie, man. Yeah, he's a good guy. Real real good guy. He's not looking to make a buck. He's just looking to help out locals and make a fair deal. So Gonna miss him. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know. He said he's still keeping like a deck. And he said he played the other day and he was having a lot of fun. So hopefully he still plays. I think he's just not going to be holding inventory like that. Yeah. Because uh, he has a lot of cards. But uh, I'm trying I'm trying to complete a collection. So I'm trying to 100% Dragon Ball. That's insane. That is my goal right now. I'm not too far from it, to be honest with you guys. So I'll give you an update <laughs> uh, after I get some more cards in. But that's it, guys. We appreciate you listening. Uh, jump back next week. We'll have plenty more to talk about. Uh, we've got some cool episodes that we're planning. Yeah, say so gonna do a little tr- little walk through. Uh, I guess time. You, you know, we're gonna go all the way the formats that led up to the first nationals. Then we do another episode where we do the format the formats that led up to the second nationals. We would have loved to have done one that led up to the third nationals. That would have been this year, but, but no dice, no dice. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to kind of do a little blast through the past and talk about all the different formats of Dragon Ball and. You know, and I actually played a couple games a couple weeks ago of an old format. And, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and the things that we should have done. And it was pretty interesting to see, like, what decks should have been on top during that time. Yeah. But we just didn't do it because we didn't know. Right. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Again, join the Discord, jump in the giveaway, and we will see you next week. Yeah, I got the real one. Problem on my back every day. I got the shit. Best way to try whatever. Way.